I'm your host, Mars Emmanuel, and this is Giving the Young a Voice. What was it like without your parents? Was you worried? Terrifying, to be frank. <laughs> you were one minute in a loving family relationship, the next minute you were thrust, goodness knows where, amongst strangers who took you in, some willingly, some not so willingly, and it was absolutely, the young lady there said, terrifying. That was Vera from the WG Grace Community Centre, talking to Kieran from Adams Real Primary School, as she explained about her time when she escaped to the countryside. Now, you're probably wondering why five Year 6 pupils by the names of Kieran, Kieran Asher, Asher, Charlie, Charlie Kofi, Kofi and Elephant, and six older people are gathered around in a circle, on a sofa, in a school. Well... In case you haven't guessed, uh, what's your name? Oh, uh, what's that? What's, what's that? Uh, what, 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 what's your name? Oh, Bill. <laughs> Thank you. Alongside Vera, Vera Shirley, Shirley, Amy, Amy Cass, and Rosina, or Rose for short, were all born around the 1930s. They were aged about nine years old when they bared witness to what would become one of the most iconic sounds of its era. I am speaking to you from the cabinet room at 10 Downing Street. This morning, the British ambassador in Berlin handed the German government a final note. As the story goes, on the 3rd of September 1939, Britain sent a final notice to Germany to immediately withdraw their troops from the recently invaded Poland. However... I have to tell you now that no such undertaking has been received and that consequently this country is at war with Germany. Those few words would signal the beginning of a conflict that will span over the next six years, the Second World War. It was very sad because you missed your brothers, your sisters, well, you missed everybody because it was completely strange where you went. I appreciate this podcast is called Giving the Young a Voice. But think about it this way. The idea of a young person in 1939. Compare that to the perception of a young person in 2016. Education, expectations, even emotions. All variables when considering this image. Today, in this room, we have 11 young people one half enjoying their childhood, the other half reliving it. Except Rose, who stayed inside London, and Bill, who was drafted into the army, everyone was an evacuee during that period. Obviously, this sparked our discussion, and it was Asher that started us off, which led to some explosive results. How did you react when the, fir- the first bomb had been dropped near your area? Terrified, absolutely terrified. You can't really explain it. It was really terrifying, wasn't it? You see houses and your friends that lived in obliterated and you kept thinking, when is it my turn? <laughs> Quite simply. Yeah. I wasn't in the shelter. I mean, I wasn't in the shelter. The ceiling fall, fell down on my dad in, in bed. 
and you just got up and went into the shelter afterwards. So sometimes you never had time to get into the shelter. I came out of a shelter, what was across the main road, and the roof of our house was gone. We had nowhere to live. So we had to go and live with other people, you know. That was pretty awful. So we didn't go to school. Never had nothing, nothing, couldn't get in the house anyway because we had no clothes and everything. <laughs> Pretty bad. Actually, I just want to talk about school for a minute since you guys, what um, subjects uh, do you study at school? World War II. Yeah, but, sorry, I mean, like, do you study like maths, English? Science, art, geography, P, P. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what, um, Subjects were you learning at school? I was nine when it, the war started and was being moved around all the time, so I didn't go to school much. No schooling at all, really. Well, I was just over four when it started, so really I didn't remember a lot of schooling. You know, we went, but what we learned, we don't really know. It was more concerned about what was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we learned everything all in one go, you know. You didn't have set subjects like they do now. You were just in one room of a classroom and you learned everything. They dragged the teachers out from retirement because all the young men and women were at war. So they brought teachers out, very old ladies and gentlemen, really, and you just sat there, you read a book, you learnt a poem, you sang a song, and it was all you got. Oh, you got everything was done on the blackboard, really. They'd tell you what you got to do, and you stood up and done it on the blackboard for everybody to see. Wasn't good for people who were a bit shy, you know. You just had to get on with it, didn't you? Uh, Did you go to school, Bill? No, he was a soldier. He was a soldier. Okay, so we'll come back to you in a second. Rose, I know we talked about this before, but you um, were at school for a bit, but then you went to work, correct? Yeah. Yeah, when when were you um, at work? Well, we had to work. We didn't work, didn't get that thing. <laughs> so, what's the next question? What did you take with you in your suitcase? So this is again for another the evacuees. Yeah. What are you taking you? We didn't have a suitcase, darling. We didn't have much at all. Did Most probably had a carrier bag. Yeah, and a paper pass. bag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, I don't know. What was it? Oh, he didn't have... Well, he was yeah, just talking about, about uh, what do you have? Definitely in trouble. All right, there, yeah. He went straight into the arm. Mm. What was it like uh, during the war? What was it like? Yeah, since you were a soldier. Well, comrades were very good in there. Fellas, like, we be in the army, were good. You know, it was quite very reasonable, really, I suppose. Didn't know how long you were going to live. Mm. That's all I think of. I'm oh, glad when he finished. <laughs> and that Bob done that. That Bob done that. I was still alive through the Bob very lightly. Mm-hmm. I was going to invade Japan. And that's still be alive. You know what I mean? Mm. That's no, just one of the things. I left the best mate there all there. He drove around a line man. Line man. Line man like. He killed. Just for about three days since we landed in Normandy. It was a good day, so. Mm. Friendship was great. Everybody got on with everybody, didn't they? Mm. Everybody helped, helped each other. other. 
Yeah. If you didn't have some, you'd give them some of yours. You really shared everything. Were you treated well when you got um, evacuated? Another, another one for, for the evacuees. Were you treated well? Not always. It all depended. You were moved about a lot. You'd go to the, the first house I went to, people brilliant. They couldn't do enough for us. They bought us new clothes. I'd never lived like it before. But the next one, well, forget it. It was a disaster and so on. It, it, it was just potluck, really, as to whether you got a, a person who really was interested or somebody that was just getting paid to take you in. It was a different... I mean, one lady, she had holy water in the hall and you had to do things with this holy water. Well, I hadn't ever done this. So uh, if you didn't... And she, what she said, disrespected her holy water. You got whacked with a slipper, for instance. <laughs> that was it. She'd take you in, whack, whack, whack. Oh. Well, she had another evacuee, and that she did it to this young lady, about my own age at the time, what were we, 10, 11 ish. And the father came down and he said, I'll show you what I'll do. So he's taken the, I, I can see it to my dying day. Took the woman and put her over his lap and whacked her with the slipper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought at the time it was hilarious. But, you know, it was just potluck where you got. Were you treated well in, um, in the army, Bill? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, kept well, yeah. Oh, kept well, yeah. I said porridge every day, I think. Until <laughs> when the action had got nothing in. <laughs> Yes, it's all right. good in a way. I enjoyed myself in Europe when the Europe war was over. We was trying to invade Japan. Don't drop that bomb. Mm. Then we had a party. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped two, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. Finished yeah. up in Italy. The only way On Lake Coma. Really. Munich. Mm -hmm. Chest went all over the place and deadly like oh, so he enjoyed himself. <laughs> Coliseum. I've tried to do what the Romans done. <laughs> <laughs> Very sensible, girl. This young lady. Yeah. Um, how do you feel now, um, st standing here and answering these questions? How do we feel? You two, you are. <laughs> It'd be quite emotional, but yeah. yeah. Yes, it is emotional, you're quite right, yeah. Well, it's, it was six years out of our lives, wasn't it, yeah. that war? Six years, from 10 to 16, that, I mean, these children's ages going through and you think, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy to go through it, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I was old enough at 14, I had to start work. You know, you've been all through that horrible thing, then next minute you was working for a living. You're a adult. Not a child anymore, you were no, adult, you were adult 14, weren't you? Yes. I mean, I was yeah. four when it started, but 10 when it finished, but you never forget it, even as young as I was. Mm. How was it like in the, in the, um, in the countryside or wherever you stayed? What was it like in the country? Wales. What was well, it like in we Wales? really didn't appreciate it because there again we was living away from our parents, our brothers and sisters, and we wanted to go back to London with them. See, it was London yeah. that was being bombed, and that's why we was evacuated out into the country because they weren't getting bombed like we were. But you weren't happy. No. But 
we you didn't, appre we didn't appreciate the country like you would now. You go there, so and they're beautiful. We didn't think that then. <laughs> Nothing to do down there, was there? Oh, <laughs> you thought, boring. It's boring, yeah. <laughs> Just look at the cows and the sheep. Didn't like those very much. <laughs> Country, you walk miles for school, mm. they're all the way there, and then all the way back. Yeah. Something to eat, bed up. That was it. We walk. had no televisions <laughs> or anything like that, or even none of the radio. No, but you, you've you had to enjoy yourself indoors, like. you know, yeah. entertain yourself indoors. And how did you do that? Oh, we made it. <laughs> yeah. Drawing or playing I Spy and things like that. They were our games, weren't they? I yeah. Spy and yeah. But really, we made the most of it. You had to, yeah, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I know I cried a lot because I wanted to come home, even though I had a lovely family I stayed with. I still wanted to come home. It's nothing like your home, is it? Your own home and your own mum and dad. I was in one place on a farm. And they put me in this big loft, and all up on the top was all the skins of the sheep and that. Oh. I was absolutely petrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but you ended up, you slept there, and you forgot all about them as long as you went to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I've got my own quick question for um, Bill. Since uh, <laughs> uh, Bill, since, um, you also didn't you play games um, in the army? Because what's um, the thing about the Christmas truce with uh, Germany? Did you actually play football? No, no. I think Christmas Day. I've been on guard duty <laughs> on Christmas Day. They pick on me, they do. That's all right. No, I never. I just played bad football. I think. Mm. Long time short, didn't have much time because do uh, manoeuvres like and all that sort of thing. And that been all over England, Scotland, Wales. Joe's so, good eh? I lost my best mate though there, the other guy, but I've lied there. It's not good. Yeah, I still say the bomb saved my life. I was going to Japan, I thought they'd been uh, horrible. Honestly, there was so much more we all wanted to ask. So many more questions that needed to be unravelled. Unfortunately, the forehead brows and the uh, tapping of watches from the teachers indicated it was home time. However, I did get five minutes with Rose, who talked a little bit more about living in London during the Second World War. Rose is over 90 years old, and while she acts <laughs> like someone in her 20s, her voice has deteriorated over time, so some consideration, please. I was 14. And um, I was 12 when the war started, and I started work. Like where, where, where did you work? At the brewery. At the brewery? Yeah. What, um, what ales were you making? Whitbreads. Whitbreads. I've not heard that brand. No, Whitbreads Brewery Pub. I see. I used to bottle the beer and all that sort of thing, you know. Mm. 
Bolin Leiblin sent it out on lorries. You scout to the troops. What um what was your experience during the war? What was your experience during the war? What was his experience? And I know, nothing ever to notice. Just like ordinary day. <laughs> till the air rights went, and then you had to take cover. We had them in our garden. You just go down there. You sleep down there as well. During the night. What about toilet or food? We had to come out and go to, in your house to put your food and go to the toilet. Because you can it only out for people in the shelter. Okay. Did you enjoy the food that they gave you? Uh, did you enjoy the food that they gave you? Where? Um, while you were living out the war, because you had to ration. Oh yeah, you had to ration. But um, I do. I whatever you could. And got shops you got there to go in and just get anything. Because the only food you could get was fish and chips. That's the cheapest. Who's been tuppence? Tuppence. Tuppence. Tuppence for the fish and a penny for the chips. <laughs> so, um, aside, what else would be um, a normal meal for you? Oh, I could eat anything. <laughs> I like my food. Yeah, I think we all like our food, actually. How um, did you feel when the first air raid science went off? Uh, she's asking, how did you feel when the first air raid sirens went off? Well, we just hoped for the best. It's a prime hope for the best. So we had the planes come over and they drop their bombs and go back again. And you could make guns at the back of our garden. So they shut all the guns blowing and everything. Until they put the barrage balloons in London. Uh, London. Because what they done was, which was a stupid thing, they put all the barrage balloons... Oh, no, what they done was they put the barrage balloons in London instead of putting them down the coast. Mm-hmm. And instead of putting them down the coast, they wouldn't have come in, couldn't come in. But why do you think they did that, then? Don't ask me. <laughs> ask the Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be very hard for me to do that. And that daft thing in the war. Stupid. <laughs> Do you have any... Well, you had clothes, but what kind of clothes uh, did you have to wear? Was there a specific style or brand? No. No. Not that that is. Couldn't have put them. Because <laughs> you were so poor. Plus rationing. You had to have coupons to get anything. And if you use your coupons, you couldn't get nothing. Couldn't buy nothing. Couldn't buy a coat, hat, or shoes, or anything. 
Because yeah, it was passionate. Okay, we'll finish it off then. Um, can you just like, how did you guys find this today? Yeah, so can we just get a final words on how you've uh, found today? I found it very interesting and learned so much about it. I found it, well, exciting meeting the people that were actually in the World War Two, and, yeah. Like, quite interesting and exciting meeting people and, like, finding out more than I know. Fun and happy that I've heard stuff about the World War II. And, yeah. and I know you're still talking, looking at a, a World War II book, but uh, how did you find today? Um, it was really interesting and it felt like... Um, I was going for at the same time. It felt like you went back in time and it felt really nice to know all of you and I want to thank all of you as well. Yes, it's lovely to see oh, this. You. I've seen this two or three times, I've met you, haven't I? Thank yes, it's been very, very interesting. Yeah. That's fine. Thank you very much, guys. A big thank you to Kieran, Asher, Charlie, Kofi and Elifer from Addensville Primary School. Thank you to Bill, Vera, Shirley, Amy, Kath and Rose at the WG Community Centre for sharing their experiences with our pupils. My name is Miles Emanuel and this is Giving the Young a Voice.